It is an honor and a privilege uh, this morning to have with us uh, Pastor Philip Miller, who is uh, of the Moody Church, and has got some uh, pretty exciting, interesting information for us this morning. He does. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Steph and Deb. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, well, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. So we've got some exciting news for people. You have been the pastor of the Moody Church for how long now? Uh, it's uh, coming on four years coming this up. summer. So, yeah. And, and coming up, there's a debut that, that you're going to do right here on Moody Radio Quad City. So tell us more about that debut. Yeah. So, you know, your listeners might be familiar with the Moody Church Hour. It's the Sunday broadcast that we do from the Moody Church. We've been doing that for years, actually mm-hmm. going back to the Warren Wearsby days. And um, and it's a, you know, it's like a church service for those who can't get out. So we got music and prayer and, and a sermon. And um, it's always kind of been the, the ministry of the senior pastor of the Moody Church. And uh, so that's actually going to be transitioning, just like it transitioned from Warren Wearsby to Pastor Erwin Lutzer. Um, it's now going to actually you're going to hear my voice on that program uh, beginning this, this Sunday. We have kind of a hinge uh, service as we kind of do an installation, and then, uh, and then it will be uh, my sermons going forward. So it's, yeah, kind of exciting, a little intimidating and, and very humbling, but a, but a real privilege. Well, it's awesome. That's the uh, really mm-hmm. good news. I'm looking forward to to following that and hearing that. Mm-hmm. I got. I, I want to ask you the same question, if you don't mind. That when I was coming on board with Moody and the family here, that they were asking me. It's a very important question. <laughs> Talk about how you came to know Christ. What's your What's yeah. your story? Yeah. So obviously, very briefly here, but I I grew up in a in a Christian home. I. My dad is a first-generation Christian. My mom is actually a, a preacher's kid, and so they, mm. they brought me to church right out of the gate. And so <laughs> when I was actually like four years old, my mom tells me I came home from church one day, and I said, hey, I want to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. We prayed by my little bed there, and uh, she kind of mm. led me in a prayer. I, I think that's when everything kind of started, um, but frankly, it wasn't until my early teen years, and I started doing doing some, like, serious sinning in my life. I, I, uh, I realized I was, you know, I had lust in my heart. I had anger, uh, you know, in my body. There were things I, I felt like I, I couldn't control about me. And it was very disorienting because I, I was sort of in the Christian world, right? And I'd prayed the prayer, and now I'm discovering I'm a sinner. And uh, But it was during that phase that I finally cried out to God, and mm. I said, you know, I need help here. Like, I, I need you to save me, not just from a couple sins I do. I, I need you to save me from me. Mm-hmm. And um, I realized I was not a good person, right? And um, that's when the gospel really fell down. I tasted grace, because I, I for the first time, I, I was like, wow, I, I'm broken and sinful, and yet loved in Jesus mm. Christ and forgiven. Like, wow, like, if that's true, then I've got, you know, I've got to give my whole life to this Lord and Savior who gave everything for me. And that's when I think the gospel really grabbed my life, mm-hmm. uh, was those early teen years. So that's that, where, that's kind of my story. I love that testimony. And then God called you into ministry, obviously, and you're at the Moody Church now. How was it to uh, go through that process, and where did you see God really at work and leading you to the Moody Church? Yeah, so, you know, God called me to ministry. It's interesting. He used Christian radio to do that in my life. Mm. I, uh, my parents, I'm the oldest of six kids, and 
uh, my parents kind of wanted some alone time in the evening, so they put us all down real early, and they knew I couldn't fall asleep. And they said, well, you can read or you can listen to Christian radio. So I listened to Moody Radio, and uh, and I listened to sermons and things like that. And God used those sermons, those messages. I, I learned about D.L. Moody. I learned about Billy Graham, Billy Sunday. I read their biographies, Jim Elliott. And God used those um, those stories, those life examples, to really mm. foster a, a sense of call mm. and burden in my life. And so that's kind of where it all began. Um, went to Cedarville University, Dallas Seminary, pastored in a couple of different places, uh, but most recently out on the West Coast in Olympia, Washington. And um, it was when I was there that I got invited uh, to to possibly consider coming to Moody. Uh, Moody Church at oh, three different times over a period of like four and a half years. I said no twice, and then the third time, uh, we we just really felt like the Lord was holding the door open for us, and mm. that His call was on us. So we we came, and um, it was like the most uh, surreal thing because you know I you know I'd grown up listening to Moody Radio, Moody's. A big deal in my world, and to be invited to be a part of the family, if you will, is, yeah. is uh, yeah, it's just it's just a really unique honor and uh, very humbling, mm. you know. So, and you know, anyway, what's, that's how it kind of happened. One of the interesting things is how radio uh, kind of weaves its way into people's lives. A lot of the the individuals in the Moody family didn't start out intending to be on radio. It just kind of it's where God led them. How did how did that develop for you? And you know, just kind of curious, what do you see as maybe the 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 near future or even the long term future for for Christian radio? Yeah, you know, well, I, I think back to like my own experience, right? Which, uh, as a young teenage boy, bored, not sure what to do with his life, you know, right. sort of, uh, but able to listen to the word of God and let that just saturate in. Um, I was receptive, and in the quietness of my own room, uh, God was working, and uh, that's the beautiful thing about radio is there's no walls, there's no limits. It can it can go right into a car or right into a, a little boy's you know house or um, you know even internationally, it can penetrate into areas of the world where the gospel is restricted, but but all of a sudden the airwaves make it free and available, right, and untraceable, right. and uh, and so that's, that's the beauty of radio, and it can yes. meet people right where they are. And so, you know, I, I think it's, a, it's an amazing tool that God's given us to get the gospel out. And, um, and we know, as the gospel is shared widely, mm. uh, there's always someone listening. There's always somebody responding. And the impact, we, we'll never really see it until we get to glory. Um, but, but it's there. And I... And I um, and to be a part of that is like that's that's super cool, you know. I was on the receiving end, and and to be able to be a part of the sending side of this, um, wow! I mean, it's nothing I would have ever imagined, and it's it's just such a cool thing to be a part of. What an example of God holding our story and you know orchestrating mm-hmm. our life in such a way that mm-hmm. it that it makes sense what you've been through and now what you're doing now even though we don't have all the answers he does that's such a a great testimony to hear and so you started 
being a pastor at the Moody Church, Philip, when it was the hardest time to be a pastor during the COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic. Well, how did that impact your your ministry and your introduction at the Moody Church? <laughs> well, I love to tell this story just because it's so weird. Um, but I candidated, uh, you know, to be the pastor here eight days into the pandemic shutdown. So if you think back to like two weeks to flatten the curve, mm-hmm. like that seems like a world ago, but that was the language we were using. Um, it was during that window of time, I got on a plane with like six other human beings, oh, including wow. the pilots, oh, right. <laughs> wow. and, and flew to Chicago O'Hare Airport. And I still remember why it was like straight out of an apocalyptic <laughs> movie. There was not a soul, you know, oh, just my. like one cleaning guy one cleaning guy coming down the aisle with a trash can and me in the whole airport, you know, wow. it was crazy. Yeah. And, um, but came here, candidated to, uh, you know, nobody could be in the sanctuary. I, I preached to a camera. They hired me on survey monkey, <laughs> which probably explains some of the results. That's hilarious. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but it, you know, and I said, yes. And I knew like fewer than 50 people. And so it was really a journey of faith because oh. uh, we didn't we didn't know really everything that yeah you know, we were getting ourselves into, but we knew God was clearly leading, mm. and and that's what matters most, right? So we kind of knew if God was calling, He would equip, and uh, you know it was the right thing regardless of the other variables. And so we started, and we came in, and it, it was a it was a hard season to pastor and get to know people because you just couldn't get together in the same way, right? Absolutely. Um, but but the good thing is it's been better and better every single month, right? Like it's oh, only that's got better. That's and, oh, uh, that's good to hear. Well, it would have to get better. Back and we, yeah, yeah. So right. you know, that's that's only been up from there. Mm-hmm. So. And, and I know that you probably don't have an awful lot of time to spend with us, but how are you and and Pastor Lutzer working together uh, at Moody Church? How's that? How's that working out? Yeah. So he's our he's our pastor emeritus. Uh, which, you know, I think we, nobody knows what that really means, but it means he's around, he's a member, he's, uh, you know, he's still part of our church. He preaches at, you know, at least once a year. Uh, he's deeply involved uh, in writing and ministry. Mm-hmm. He speaks all over the place. Um, he has his own um, radio stuff that we do. So yeah. Running to Win is a radio program that's built around him. So as I take over the Moody Church Hour, he will still be, uh, on running to win um, on all those stations, so he's not going away, uh, and we we love it that way. And um, and he's just been really supportive of mm, me, and I it's great to and hear. I just honor him whenever I can. And that relationship is just that the health of that relationship, I think, has sort of mapped out over the rest of the congregation as well. We we uh, we have a lot of mutual respect and admiration for each other, and, mm. and I think that makes a, a big difference. Oh, I love absolutely. that absolutely. So thank you uh, for, for spending some time. We're looking forward to hearing uh, and listening and, and just uh, following along mm-hmm. with you and hearing how you, uh, how you bring God's Word to us. And uh, we very much appreciate you stopping by and, and talking to us for a little bit this morning. Yeah, well, thanks for your partnership in the gospel. And it's a real privilege to, to be on mission together. So I look forward to being a part of the Moody Church Hour on Sundays going forward. It'll be great.